I was telling the guys that Marky's like level of humor mixed with logical level-headedness made for the most interesting version of memes with Marky to watch. Because watching like Marky's out of the box like mind. <laughs> you were fine. It wasn't bad. It was just funny. I'm like, ah, that's a Marky joke. Yeah. Marky needs to be here Marky, to deliver Marky it. Marky would have laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> the dog one, that's the first oh, meme she ever showed me. I'm pretty that sure. That was good. Because that was funny. it made her cry laughing. <laughs> I think I've seen her make that face. Valid. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she does that face often. <laughs> Sorry, Marky. Marky, we love you. Okay, guys, it's time for the word we are excited about today. But first, before we hop into it, we want to know who's on and watching. So if you are here right now, go ahead, put in the comments, tell us who's here. Just put some hands up so that way we know who we're talking to. Buddy said last week, actually, that the broadcast is like broadcast life group. And I like that. because it it's, is. It's, it's fam time. It's fun. It is fun. We get to hear from you guys and find out all kinds of funny things about Buddy. It's Almost true. every day. It's true. <laughs> I like that you. it's just Buddy, though. <laughs> Those are the ones that surprise me most of the time. It's Buddy stuff. Buddy's on. He's waving. Hi, Buddy. We're not going to talk about jelly today. Nope. Um, that's not at all what we're talking about. But we are in the same vein. So as you guys are commenting, Johnny says, especially during awkward silence. I Were you especially during awkward silencing, like, memes time or life group time or buddied? Like, th that could have been referencing to yes, multiple awkward Yes, there's a few places today. where that happens around here. Totally. Becca says she loves Marky jokes. She totally relates to them. They are funny. I understand. Marky, Marky's level of humor is, like, next level of humor. It's, yes. It's very unique unto herself. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Today, as you're hopping on and as you're commenting, we do want to say hi. Like, Johnny, Becca, Buddy, they're all on. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Hannah Sittler's still on. I haven't seen her comment since we said hi, but she, she was laughing at all the mean things. Yes. So as you're commenting, today we are going to be talking about more mind stuff. Yes. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the war that you need to be having. I don't know mm -hmm. what we fully titled this one today, but the battle that you should be having, the yes. war that you sh are facing. We're going to be talking about that today. Like and share. Do all the stuff that we need to do with broadcasts. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm excited you're on Here today. Here we go. And make comments, guys. You Give us some feedback while we're, while we're talking. Yeah. This is interactive. Yeah. That's why we're live and you're on. So yeah. we're looking forward to it. Ashley Milton, I love you. She says, hi, I'm watching while I work. And Buddy says, mind control. Mind control. <laughs> Hannah Settler says, hi, I'm eating lunch. Ooh, is it good? What are you eating? Okay, as we're hopping in today, talking about the mind. Cheese it pizza. Cheese it pizza. Pastor Nicole says, guarding your mind. That's there the title go. today. That's good. So today we are talking about the mind. If you were on yesterday, Buddy and Abby talked a lot about the spirit. Yes. Setting your mind on the spirit versus setting your mind on the flesh. The mm -hmm. vast difference between the two. You know, uh, Pastor Nicole says that she likes that we color coordinated. It was yes. not on purpose. No. It was, it was the Lord. We were flowing, as Kevin and Marky say. We were flowing. Flowed. <laughs> Yesterday, they were talking about the mind. Yeah. And so often, I think mm -hmm. that, we, at least for me, whenever this topic would come up, this was the topic that helped me feel not like a crazy person. 
<laughs> because when you read in Romans where it's talking and Paul's talking, he's like, I'm doing the things I don't want to yes. do. I'm not doing the things I do want to do. And you're reading and you're like, <laughs> crazy. Like, yeah, I can identify with that a little bit, you know. And then you start doing it. It's like, oh, yeah. no, I'm crazy too. Yeah. These are the topics. Yesterday's broadcast was powerful. Go back and watch it. And today's yeah. broadcast is going to be super important because these these two videos are going to be life-changing revelations if we grab a hold of them even if you've heard it before it's going to be something that you can use to totally change your life and it's yes. going to be awesome right out of the gate we just want to make you aware you have three parts did you know that how old were you when you found out that we were a three-part being last week last week <laughs> No, well, so that's it's good. been a little longer good than revelation. that. I'm older than that. So, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I didn't know this until I moved here and Pastor first started talking on it. But when he did, it just made yeah. stuff make so much more sense. Because we're not just what we see with our eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a body. Real quick, we'll do a quick explanation. We mm -hmm. have a body. We have a soul, a mind, a will, and an emotion. Emotions. And we are a spirit being. Mm -hmm. The spirit being, if you know Jesus, it's made brand new. Your spirit's hooked up with his spirit. Mm -hmm. Your flesh always has the corrupted nature of sin in it. So flesh bad, spirit good. Yes. That's the caveman explanation. Yes, that was simple. But your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions... That's the part where there's a battleground mm -hmm. because the mind is the part of you that you control, that we control. Yes. And I think that's so exciting because this is something that we determine whether yes. or not we walk in victory yes. is how we handle our mind because it's, it's the two on one theory. Mm -hmm. If you have two people versus one people, the two people are likely going to win. Yeah. So if you have your your spirit man who's hooked up with Jesus, right. you have your mind. Mm -hmm. If you renew your mind, then your mind and your spirit can totally dominate your flesh and put it into submission. But if your mind is hooked up with the flesh, the mind set on the flesh is death, Yes. which is exactly what Buddy and Abby were talking yes. about. So if our mind is set on the flesh, then it leads us to death. But it's if our mind is set bad. on the spirit, it leads us to life. Amen. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Hmm. So if it's, <laughs> if it's in here and it's going wrong, probably in your life things are not going well. Yeah. So we're not here to kind of focus on the not going well part sure. of it, but the part where you have another option and, and God wants to help you to be an overcomer like he is and live above the ways of this world and, and live a, a victorious life in him because he wants to lead you to that victory, he wants to lead you to that, that abundance of yeah. life and, and the goodness that he has for you. So, and part of that has to do with how you think and how you relate to the word of God and how you let the Lord relate to you and receive from him. Yeah. If that's kind of clogged up, some of this stuff isn't going to work right. Yeah. And you're going to be wandering around and kind of wallowing some trouble and not making progress. And so we're going to talk about a few of those different things. Yeah. And hopefully help everybody, including us, to raise up, go higher in the Lord. Yeah. Get better. Well, and here's why we're talking about it. You know, yesterday as we were talking about, our buddy and Abby were talking about the mindset on the flesh versus the mindset on the spirit. 
You know, the last two weeks we've been talking about stinking thinking. Mm -hmm. And what this broadcast is designed to do, it is designed to lead you into more life and more freedom. But what happens when all of a sudden the enemy who's been camped out, maybe in our minds, what does he do when he's evicted? You know, he throws a temper tantrum. Yeah. It says in the word that, you know, um, I'm going to, where did I put it? Um, in Matthew 12, when the unclean spirit comes out of a person, it goes, um, it goes and finds basically paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. It looks for a new place to occupy. Yep. And after a while, it's like, I'm going to try and go yeah. back. And if the place that it was evicted from, let's talk about your mind. Mm -hmm. Let's say in your mind, you had a, let's use a rival mentality. You know, that's the one that speaks to me almost every single time, every single time, not almost every single time pastor talks about it. It's the gut punch of, oh, cool. There it is. Mm -hmm. So let's say pastors teaching on arrival mentality, Holy Spirit is revealing this stuff that I need to work on. And I get this revelation of, I've been in arrival mentality. I need to kick this thing to the curb. I'm not going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And I I cleanse my mind. I renew it to the word. Yes. When I kick out that mentality, what happens is after a while, Satan doesn't like losing territory. He's going to try and come back around and see if he can make us think on things that we used to think on. Because yeah. he's a sneaky little devil. Yes. He, he, wants to, he wants to keep us in bondage. Mm -hmm. And if he can get us to start thinking on things that aren't mm -hmm. worthy of praise and aren't good and aren't awesome, then all of a sudden we'll be right back in the same place that we were only worse. Mm -hmm. Because it says that when the enemy tries to come back, if he comes back in that yeah. room where he used to live in is unoccupied, then it's, it's basically seven times worse than it was to begin with. So if we're not guarding our minds and it's our responsibility to do it, if we're not guarding our minds, then what we're doing is we'll hear revelation, we'll hear good teaching. You know, you can go to an awesome church, get good teaching, be in a life group, mm -hmm. hear the preaching of this broadcast day in, day out. But if we're not guarding our minds yeah. on that off time, the enemy can try and come and be like, oh, here's the seed of this. Yeah. Here's the seed of this. Here's the seed of this. Mm -hmm. And if we're not being watchful and if we're not guarding our hearts, guarding our minds, and all of a sudden we'll start taking mm -hmm. in seed and all of mm -hmm. that corrupted seed will get planted in us. And before we know it, even though we were on the path to life and increase and abundance, all of a sudden in our life is sprouting up weeds and yeah. thorns and yeah. crap. And it's like, where'd this come from? And it's because we weren't being diligent to guard our yeah. minds. Yeah. You end up getting stuff choked out because you got all kinds of junk going on in there. Yeah. And it's our responsibility. And that's part of this is that you, you need to understand the Lord. The Lord will do some renewal in you and, and pour into you, but it is our responsibility to take our thoughts captive, yeah. to, to um, take his word in. Um, you know, he's, he, so many places Jesus was talking to his disciples and sharing with them the, the keys to the kingdom and the whole, the whole point of why he was there, and they didn't get it. They were looking at things from their own perspective and still missed it. The, the more we let the word of God take uh, authority in our life and say, that's the truth, not what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. That's what I'm going to act on. And let that take root in us. It, yeah. it brings forth fruit. It, 
Yeah. It changes how we act and how we respond to things. Um, and, and I know for me, you know, one of the things that does happen to me is there, there will be times where as I'm learning and growing that I'll do something right, okay? Yeah. It's not every day that you have this kind of, you know, experience, but you'll do something right and you'll, you'll respond correctly, led by the Spirit, and immediately you recognize that, oh, this worked. Yeah. This worked because you didn't react the way you would have reacted yesterday. You react a different way because of something that you learned in the Word, something that the, the Spirit's revealing to you about how you act. And all of a sudden, you recognize that this can be different. Yeah. This can be better. As long as I'm willing to let the Word take authority and, and submit myself to God, the enemy has to leave when I resist him. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be the way it's always been. So many people get pulled down by, you know, it's always going to be this way. It's, can it ever change? Will it ever be better? It is already better. Yeah. You, you, it's part of our responsibility to get into the word and receive from God what he has for it, what he says about you. Um, the identity theft that pastor was talking about. Let God's word teach you better of who you really are than what you've thought. And look at your perspective of your, your circumstances through the lens of what God says. Yeah. And it changes how you react. And when all that starts to happen, circumstances change. God yeah. changes things in you first and then through you and in, into what you're, like, what you're living. Yeah. It, it, it's powerful. Amen. So we are going to go to, real quick, we're going to go to Romans 12, 1 and 2. Put that in the comments for people who are watching in the replay. We're going to go to Romans 12, 1 and 2. And this is a verse Pastor will refer to a lot. Um, it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service to worship. And then verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind mm -hmm. so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing with that. When we renew our minds, it's not just for us that it's benefiting. When we renew our minds, we are literally demonstrating to the world what the will of God is. Mm -hmm. Because as Buddy and Abby were talking yesterday, the mindset on the spirit is life. Mm -hmm. It's life. So when we renew our minds, it's going to lead us and others to life. Mm -hmm. But the part to hone in on today is God commands it. Mm -hmm. It's not an optional thing. It's do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's a command. Our responsibility is to renew our minds and guard our minds. Mm -hmm. Put that in the comments. Mm -hmm. My responsibility is to renew my mind to the word yes. and to guard my mind. Yes. My responsibility is to renew my mind and guard my mind. Mm -hmm. And here's why guard has just stuck out to me. I was talking, George and I were talking to pastors last week. And one of the things that the Lord's told pastor to talk to people about is be on guard, especially, I'm paraphrasing, but be on guard, especially after you've had a success. Mm 
especially after you've had a success mm. because that's often when we'll drop our guard. Yeah. That's when we feel like I've arrived. Arrival mentality. I've done Ooh. it well. Yeah. And you know, this kind of stuck out to me around this year, around the time we did our corporate fast. Mm. You know, here at Boomerang at the beginning of the year, we do a 21 day mm -hmm. fast. And this year we had so many people participating. Yeah. It was beautiful. Like it was amazing to see people pressed into God. Like they'd never pressed in before. They like participated. They were expectant. Like mm -hmm. God moved. And not only did God move that after this, fast like things just opened up and yeah. the word of the Lord came and he spoke to us and said this is our year of increase and that's yours too this yeah. is our year of increase well, what does that look like mm. a victory that yeah. looks like a victory and it is like that's so successful mm -hmm. But just being glass house, like over the last few weeks, we've seen people in the ministry, like get attacked with different things, like sickness, try, especially sickness. That's been yeah. stupid. The enemy's a jerk, but sickness has tried to come in. Discouragement's tried to come in. Mm -hmm. Weariness has tried to come in. And why? Because the thief doesn't want the children of God to prosper. Mm -hmm. He's jealous. He's, he's a jerk and he wants the children of God to stay where they are. Yes. And so I, when we have 6 a.m. prayer here at the church and often right after the fast, the Lord had me start praying, protect the minds of the people at Boomerang, protect the vision of the, of the ministry of the people. Why? So that way, when the wind and the waves come, the unity doesn't get hit. Amen. When the wind and the waves come, the minds of Christ are still set on the minds of Christ because the thief tries to rob. It's what he does. But he says the devil's bad. He is. Yes. He's a low down, dirty, rotten scoundrel. He's, he's a jerk. He's mean and he hates us. He, and he, yes, but he's not stupid. Hmm. Ki kind of. I mean, he's stupid to try and go up against Christ, but yes. he has all these devices that he's done for years. He has the same hand of cards. Mm -hmm. He deals it each and every single yep. time. He did it with Eve in the garden. Mm -hmm. He planted a thought yep. to get her mind off of what Adam had told her. Mm -hmm. Jesus. When he tempted Jesus, it was tr him trying to get Jesus's mind off of the success that he had just had. Right. Jesus had just had 40 days yes, of yes, awesomeness yes. With, with the Lord after he'd been baptized mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit. Like, what a success. And immediately Satan comes and is like, hey, mm. hey, hey, worship me and I'll give you all the kingdom. Yeah. Go ahead. Turn the rock into stone or into bread so that you can eat it. And you're, you're super hungry. Yeah. He plants thoughts to try and get our mind off so that way we will never walk in the victory that mm. God called us to walk in in full. We'll stop short if we don't guard our minds. Hmm. 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 <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, you know, we have, um, it's, it's, it's like a garden where you, you have, the Lord and you in your head, in a sense, where he's given you his word and you have your kind of opinion and stuff going on. Yeah. And um, sometimes, one of the scriptures we're looking at here um, says, therefore, we do not lose heart, but through our, though our outer person is decaying, yet our inner person is being renewed day yeah. by day, day by day. 
Yeah. Okay, so it's not an overnight thing. You don't get impatient with that. Don't lose heart. Understand that day yeah. by day, this, this changes and improves as, as we draw near to, to the Lord. Now, the enemy wants to come at you day yeah. by day. He doesn't stop day by day. He's still messing with you. But our, our light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. Yeah. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The, the point there is that you may not see an immediate effect of something, like I mentioned earlier, where you, you change a little habit or something and it immediately changes your whole life. But understand that every one of those decisions you make, each one of them has potentially an eternal weight, an eternal um, effect, like a ripple that um, continues to flow out into your life. And, and the more that you um, let that happen in your life, the more, the bigger those waves get. And, and you, you don't want to get, I don't know, slow to do the right thing because it takes a little bit for it to kind of get its momentum. The, the fact is that you have to put faith in this word. When it says that day by day it's having an eternal yeah. effect, you need to trust that. You need to stand on that. This, this word is true, and what the enemy throws at you isn't. Yeah. So re replace the mindset of, you know, it's just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't see it, I don't see it, with confession. We do confessions here on the broadcast every day. Every day we confess the word. The word is true and powerful. And the more that you recognize how real it is and how powerful it is, the more it can make a change in you day by day. Yeah. And what you were talking about, about that the year of increase and the blessing, it's blessing on top of blessing on top of blessing. It's not just one thing. Yeah. The pastor talks about this, how it's more and more and more and things on top of and on top of and on top of. That, that don't go away. These are not little flighty things. When the Lord puts good in your life, it is lasting, it is powerful, it is increase upon increase, and it makes an eternal difference. An eternal difference. Not just today with one little thing that you did, but throughout the rest of your life and into eternity. It matters. Yeah. It matters. Well, and in the verse that Kevin was just reading, that's 2 Corinthians 4, chapter, verse 16 through 18. Mm -hmm. they, for me, one of the key words in there is temporal, you mm -hmm. know, that last line. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You can come back to this camera. Um, and what is temporal? It means things that'll pass away, right. things that are just there for a moment or a period of time. Mm -hmm. What are some of those things? Feelings. Yes. Feelings. Feelings are temporal. Have you like have you ever talked to somebody and when you talk to them they're super ticked off and then you see them a day later and they're just peppy as can be and it's like, Whoa, you switched on a dime, like you slept well. <laughs> yeah, really. Is it all that took? Mm. <laughs> well, that's because feelings are temporary. You know, and so often we'll be in the moment and our feelings will be so strong and we'll have so much passion toward what we're feeling, but it's a temporary thing. Feelings are temporary. Yes. 
thoughts can be temporary. The wind and the waves, temporary. You know, when you have a symptom try and come on you, like a cough or a cold, that's a temporary thing. It's yeah. an affliction. It's illegal to be there. Mm-hmm. But, and we have authority over it. But that's not an eternal thing. We, Our eternity is secure in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Eternity for us begins the moment that we say yes to him. Mm-hmm. So our eternal security is in the fact that Jesus is Lord. Jesus died on the cross. Jesus has made a way where it seemed like there was no way. Mm -hmm. Jesus is our redeemer, our savior, our hope. He's what's good in our lives. Mm -hmm. And what the enemy wants to do is to get us to focus on stuff that'll pass away. Moss, like rust, things can come and steal. Mm -hmm. Like you can't store up for, we can't store up for ourselves things on the earth because nothing has lasting value except Mm -hmm. for souls and things in eternity. Mm -hmm. But if the enemy can get us to focus on disagreements you know let's say Kevin just ticked me off today and I'm just stinking Kevin come on Kevin (laughs) and I have those feelings if I'm dwelling on come on Kevin feelings Mm -hmm. instead of on the eternal things of God I'll be robbed from every good gift that God's placed inside of him that's designed to be in my life and the enemy knows that so what does he try to do he tries to plant seeds Not every, like, and I totally know what you mean, so I'm not at all correcting, but not every thought is the enemy giving us the thought. Mm -hmm. A lot of these thoughts are because the enemy at one point planted the seed. We didn't uproot it, and the enemy just went on his way, and now we're reaping the consequences of a seed that we allowed to be there. Pull out the weeds. Yeah. Pull out the weeds. Yeah, don't tolerate them. Don't tolerate them. Don't tolerate thoughts that aren't God's thoughts. You know, boomerang, I, I'm not pastor. Kevin's not pastor. But as, you know, as your sister here in the ministry, and no matter where you're watching from, I'd, um, I know we have people from around the world watching right now. Mm-hmm. But to the people specifically at boomerang, as your sister, don't tolerate thoughts that aren't God's thoughts. Amen. Set, let's set our minds together on the things of life. Because when our minds are all set on things worthy of praise, we're in one mind. Mm -hmm. And when we're in one mind, God commands the blessing. He commands it. He commands the blessing on unity. He commands the blessing when there's unity. But if the enemy can get you feeling about your thoughts and me feeling about my thoughts and Kevin thinking about his thoughts and all in our feelings and in the soul realm, Mm. then we'll never step into the supernatural realm. The soul realm is here in this earth. The spiritual supernatural realm is so far above the soulish realm. Mm -hmm. So if we can get our minds focused on the word of God, then all of a sudden we're going to surpass this earthly realm and step into a supernatural way of operating and that's what we're designed to do it's how we access god's normal Mm -hmm. is by shutting down what has been carnal shutting down what has been soulish and stepping in and saying no mind you're going to be fixed on things of christ you're going to be fixed on the word and no matter what i'm not letting my mind drift amen amen I like your anointedness. <laughs> she's speaking to me as much as she's speaking to you. I'm okay, to so me as much as trust, I'm speaking trust to me. Trust me, we're we're in this battle just like everybody else. Yeah. I mean, the the reality of this is that uh, we're we're all at a particular place in our walk with the Lord, and um, we're we're advancing 
as fast as we're willing to let the Lord advance us. Yeah. And that that's our responsibility. And I, it, it's not easy to hear sometimes because some you know you feel like oh things are just dragging me down. Thing you you have to realize that you're responsible for those things having a, a grip on you. And the more you're, again, applying faith to the word and stepping out of the flesh and out of the desires of the flesh, the less the enemy has a chance and ability to pull you down and grab something yeah. and, and or throw a weed in your life. Um, it's much easier to um, pick a, a seed off the ground and get rid of it yeah. than it is to try to root out a dandelion that's got a root that long. It's just easier quickly yeah. when the enemy throws something at you just to throw it away and say nope I'm not I'm not picking that one up yeah. I'm not letting that take root I'm not and speak the word like Jesus did where in the in the temptation where he immediately quoted scripture back at the at the devil and yeah. said no it is written and that's your word too that wasn't just Jesus that that's him modeling what we're supposed to be yeah. how we can live above what the enemy wants to throw at us yeah. and not be moved so easily by the emotion or getting ticked off or yeah. something not going right, at least in our mind, but not going right. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure that there are people watching, they're like, it's just a thought. Like, it's just thinking. Like, thinking, what can thinking do? Well, in Galatians 5, uh, verses 7 through 9, it says, you were running well. You know, and <laughs> I like reading the first part. You were running well. You were good. And it's like, oh, good job. Cool. I did. I was doing it well. But it's that whole past tense part that I don't love. Were. You were running well. Yeah. You know, and this could be any of us, you know, when we're, when we're having a victory in our life, when things are going well, when things look good, you know, it's peaceful at home. Things with your spouse are good. Things with your kids are good at your job. Things are going well. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? Mm -hmm. You were running well. What caused it to stop? Mm -hmm. What caused you to stop being focused on the truth? You know, this is Paul speaking to the church of Galatia. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion did not come from him who calls you. You know, they were having all these feelings about like circumcision, I believe, like all these different thoughts and things that they thought should be happening. And yeah. they were quarreling among themselves. They're like, I think we should be circumcised. I don't think we should be. And all of a sudden that those thoughts of, well, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm mm. right. No, mm. I'm really more right. He's saying this did not come from God. Mm -hmm. This did not come from him who called you. This, these thoughts, this way of operating, it didn't come. But here's, listen to this. A little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. Mm -hmm. A little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. And I cannot tell you how many times in my life I've read that. I'm like, okay, leaven equals bad. Don't do it. <laughs> What's level 11, Barrett? <laughs> well, like I looked it up today because I don't want to just read something in the word and skip over it yeah. because Jesus talked about leaven a lot yes. in the word. Yes. Like you can, I had no idea how much until today. And mm. I'm, I'm assembling it to like just different scriptures together. I'm like, yeah. you talked about this a bunch, I should probably know what it means. And I had a concept, you know, leaven equals bread rising. Mm -hmm. 
But here's what it was. Leaven was placed in the dough to make it rise. Leaven is fermented dough. Mm -hmm. It's dough that was made and then left open and it started fermenting. And it quickens the rising up process. Mm -hmm. Basically, it quickens it becoming bread. Yes. That sounds not bad. Airy and ready to go in the oven. Yeah, that doesn't sound terrible. No. But in the context of what Jesus was saying, what it does is this leaven, it causes a quicker rise mm -hmm. to something that was designed to go through a process. Mm. It was designed to go through a process before you baked it. But that wow. leaven, it caused the dough to then puff itself up and think it was red, more ready than it could have been. Hmm. It cooks it and it changes the taste of what it was. Hmm. You know, that bread on its own without leaven, without like the starter dough, it tastes sweeter. It has a sweeter taste, but mm. leavened dough, leaven has a bitter taste because it's fermented. Mm. So what was supposed to be pure, what was supposed to have a natural process of cooking, when the leaven was put inside of it, it causes the taste to change. You can't separate the leaven from the dough. It's mixed in immediately. It impacts the entire dough and the process it was supposed to go through, it causes it to form and turn into something that it wasn't designed to become. Hmm. Unleavened bread, bread without the leaven, back in Jesus' time, it represented purity hmm. because it wasn't tainted. Right. It had no taint. It had no bit of bitterness in it. It wasn't allowed to rot. There was no one thought in it, you hmm. know? It was, it was seen to represent humility rather than puffed up with pride. No fermented leavened dough. It represented that purity. So mm. when Jesus at the, you know, and I just love this. I thought this was cool. You know, Jesus at the Last Supper, when he's holding up the unleavened bread and he's like, this is my body, mm -hmm. it was representing purity yeah. because there was nothing mixed inside of his body. It was pure. His mm -hmm. life was pure. Mm -hmm. But when we allow leaven into our life, it causes us to become puffed up. Mm. You know, whether it's in boasting and I'm so awesome or I'm so awful, either way, it puffs us up and causes us to become something that we were never designed to become on our own. Wow. God has a process for us to go through. But when we allow those thoughts in there, all of a sudden we want to rush the process. We, it pushes us past the place of trusting God and it pushes us into, I want it now. I want to be where I need to be now, 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 hmm. instead of resting in God. Hmm. Hmm. So while you're doing this, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you ever, have you ever had like bread that somebody made that it's this big old tall loaf it has got mm -hmm. this nice brown crust to it and then you cut into it and it's holes and there's just, just <laughs> like there's no substance yeah. it's just big big holes of stuff really that's what it that's what it is it's like okay yeah you got the shape and the form but you have no substance to yeah. it yeah and when you try to cut it it just crumbles yeah crashes because of the leaven yeah too much open wasted space because yeah. of it just other things taking over what it was supposed to be yeah yeah that's well, good and and this can literally look like you know any thought that's not of christ i'll, I'll mm. give you an example from my life just because 
let's be humble and vulnerable time. That's been the mantra of the last month. Um, <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. Well, it's, I'm sure it will, because everything, I like no temptation is not common to man, trust me. So she's going to tell you something, and it's probably going to affect me, too. Well, so here's been one of mine. You know, I love, I really like working. Like I'm, I'm a worker person. Yeah. I, I'm a doer. I, I like to get stuff done. And a thought that has been a temptation in the past that I have to guard myself on is I'll be working and I'll see people who aren't working at the level I think they should be, mm. you know? So first of all, that's judgment. That's a judgment thought, but I'll be working and I'll be going hard and I'll look around and I'll see, see people standing around or maybe not doing what I think they should be. And the thought that comes in is I am working so much harder than they are. Man, I'm working harder than they are. Why don't they care as much as I do? And what that does is that puts me in a position where I'm in my brain, I'm above them and I'm better than them. And I'm a better worker. I'm better in all this stuff. Mm. And it's a little thought. It's not like I'm going around telling people I'm better than you, but it's that thought that'll be there. Mm. But if I allow it to be there, what happens is that thought puffs me up. It makes me bigger than I am. And all of a sudden when I'm speaking to people that I'm supposed to be co-laborers with, I speak to them and talk down to them because the thought in my brain has been, I'm working harder than you. I'm doing more for Jesus than you. Work harder, do more. Now, some of that is, you know, there can be good in, in some of those things, but yeah. that thought in particular, it's dangerous mm -hmm. because it makes me puffed up. And that thought could be a variety of different things. It could be, I am the worst ever. And all of a sudden you just place yourself way below everybody. Mm. That's still a version of pride. You're just puffing yourself up below the surface and making the and, and pity partying. I've done both of those things, mm -hmm. but though that, those are some examples of the leaven trying to come in, you know, and it's happened even with the lunch plus team. Like I, I've had that thought before of I'm working, I'm working really hard. Like why aren't other people? Not that they weren't, but because the enemy knows that's been a ditch of mine to be a worker bee in that way, mm -hmm. he's tried to come and plant the thought. And if I've allowed it to stay where there was once unity, there's immediately division mm -hmm. and immediately momentum stops. We stop growing. We can't move forward because we've got to recalibrate the team mm -hmm. and by the team, Barrett needs to recalibrate herself mm -hmm. is really what it boils down to. But if we will guard our minds, guarding our minds, it's like when you're playing capture the flag, you mm -hmm. don't let the other team go and get the flag. No. You guard your flag. Right. You, you keep that sucker from coming and stealing it. Yep. So when that thought would try and be there of, oh, I am working so much harder, bump that. No, I'm not. Yeah. Everybody's working hard. Everybody's got a piece of the pie. My job looks different than your job looks different than Buddy's job and Marky's job and EO's job. And it all looks different. Everybody's yeah. working. Yeah. Shut up flesh. And when we tell our minds to shut up and recalibrate it on stuff worthy of praise, that's guarding it yeah. instead of letting that little thought sit inside of us and then leaven the entire lump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I said, yeah, you're probably going to say something and, you know, speak to me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, flesh. 
It's uncomfortable hearing some of these things. I completely understand. <laughs> Thanks, Barrett. Well, no, I mean, but that's everybody. Every yes, person's it's all tempted. of us. It's all of us. And it's different things for everybody. Yeah. It's, it's not the same thing for me as it is for you. Sure. But the, the simple reality of the, you know, the temptation of somebody doing something in me thinking I need to react a certain way that's in my flesh. Yeah. That, that temptation happens to everybody. The enemy always throws that kind of stuff at people. And it's how we react and how we, how we choose to respond that makes the difference between uh, Christ being our Lord yeah. and not, and our flesh being our Lord. And we choose to do something that's not right. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we, uh, next thing we're going to talk about is humility, which is one of these things where if we're in a place of humility, we will receive the things that the Lord has for us, including, you know, what Barrett's just saying right there, me, me receiving it. My flesh might not like it, but in humility, it's going to help me, and I have, to, I have to stop letting my flesh dictate to my spirit yeah. what's going to happen, yeah. wh how I'm going to act, and I'm going to have to do more. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to work harder because Barrett wants me to work. I'm, not, I'm kidding on that. But you know what I'm saying is <laughs> my, my receptiveness, my humility, um, it matters. Yeah. And, and some of that is, is um, submitting to God and resisting the enemy. Some of that submission is yeah. just letting his word do its work yeah. in me. And it's not always me doing something, you know, it's not always a ministry-based activity. In many ways, our, our closeness and relationship with the Lord and letting him simply speak into our life and receiving it as, as he is our, our good father and our king and being willing to let it affect us can have a greater effect on your life and the people's lives around you yeah. than any ministry work that you're doing. Yeah. It, it, he says, we're, we're the branches, he's the vine. And if, if we're thinking our branch is so strong that we can do whatever we want, you know, you ever seen a branch get cut off a tree? It doesn't live long. Mm -mm. So, Stay, stay connected to where you can hear that and receive that. And some of these things aren't easy. This is a growing up. This is a responsibility thing to mature us as Christians. Yeah. That this, this is in somewhat our control as we learn these things, as you learn these things, as pastor teaches them, or you, you read your Bible and, and the word comes off the page at you. Don't, don't minimize that. Esteem that. Hear that as the Lord speaking to you and, and trying to pour into your life the, yeah. the goodness and the abundance of his life that he wants for you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to take that. You know, my toes might get a little bruised in some of the stuff that I hear. But the more I let that change me and more yeah. I, let, I, I go to the Lord and say, you know, hey, I, I missed it here and repent and say, Lord, I, I don't want to be like this anymore. Your word says I should be like this. Th that's the real model of it, that yeah. 
that word is, is my guide, and that word is the authority in my life. The word of God um, takes precedence over how I, how I feel yeah. and how, I, how it comes across. And sometimes even it might be somebody that you don't want to hear it from. How often does that happen? Where the person actually sharing sure. something in your life is like, from you, of all people. <laughs> Not I'm saying that to Barrett, but you know what I'm saying. There are times where even, you know, if you're a parent, your kids might say something to you and you're like, what am I to do with that? That's so right, but you're my kid. What are yeah. you doing there? But yeah. hear it. Hear it, receive it, grab it. It's opportunity for growth. Yeah, well, and here's the ultimate why of why we're talking about all of this. Obviously, we want you to increase. We want your life to increase. Mm -hmm. We want you to receive every bit of God that you can. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. When our mind is not set on the things of God, we're separated from God. Mm. Leaven will cut you off from the vine. Not, like, not necessarily forever, but it'll separate you. Mm. You know, I was... I mentioned earlier, George and I had a meeting last week with pastors, and in the meeting, one of, one of my prayers that I've been praying all year long is, God, shine your light on me. Show me things that I don't even see are there. Highlight anything to me that needs to be changed. Expose things in me that need to be gone. Mm -hmm. I want to be yours fully. Mm -hmm. And in this meeting with pastor, you know, it was not bad. Like, there haven't it's not that everything was broken, but it was just a little bit, my hearing from God was just different. It had just seemed a little bit stale and I, I couldn't figure out why. Mm -hmm. And in the meeting, one of the things that came up was I had had some victory and I had mm. walked in a rival mentality mm. accidentally. And so he's talking, he's like, hey, you know the one that you really like? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't laugh, but that's how I received it. <laughs> you, right there, the whole bunch of it. And Ouch. I didn't even see it. I hadn't even seen it. And I've been aware that this mentality is a thing. Mm. I've been aware it's been a ditch of mine. Mm. And yet somehow I walked in it again. So what Kevin's saying about, you know, toes being stepped on, I didn't even have feet when I left the meeting. It was, well, cool, I'm, I'm all nubs down at the end of my legs. That's awesome. But even in the meeting, like, through tears of repentance of, crap, mm. I'm so sorry. Mm. The whole reason I was sorry is because my uh, not properly guarding my mind, me letting my guard down somewhat, allowed for me to be cut off from God differently. Mm -hmm. All of us, because if we allow leaven in, if we allow thoughts like random birds and random crap thoughts in our brain, then what happens mm -hmm. is that leaven will leaven the whole lump of dough. And instead of fully being in love, fully walking by love or walking by faith, we're walking mm -hmm. by feelings and logic wow. and, and stuff that's temporary. And what pleases God Faith. Mm -hmm. What pleases God? Love. That's what pleases God. But if I'm not guarding my mind, all of a sudden I'm now being steered into a place of death. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're talking about this is because leaven will try and separate you from God. Mm. But Jesus, Amen. Jesus 
Jesus has changed this whole thing around. Mm. Jesus has given us the grace of God to walk out the fullness of life and life in abundance. Mm -hmm. Jesus overcame and then gave us the empowerment to overcome. So he was, so are we in this world. Jesus overcame his thoughts and feelings. We can overcome our thoughts and feelings. Jesus lived this perfect life. We have the ability to do what he did in greater, including taking our thoughts captive. It's not just in signs and wonders that we'll be able to do greater. We'll be able to live with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, helping us to walk in this freedom. That's for you. That's for all of us. We don't have to be led by our feelings. We get to be led by the Spirit of God because we're the children of God. But in order to be led, our minds have to be tuned into Him. Our feelings have to be shut up. We've got to shut up our feelings. Tell, Tell your feelings to shut up Yeah. and put that stuff in its place. And then Holy Spirit... When he leads, he'll lead. Amen. Oh, I was thinking it, it just hit me in this next scripture we'll, we'll touch on here. Go for this it. is not self-help. No. <laughs> not self-help. Mm-mm. Okay? This is not on you. Just listen to this. Galatians 5, really 6 through 10. But he, God, yeah. gives a greater grace. Yeah. You hear that? Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit, therefore, to God, but resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's a promise right there. That's that's his word. Come close to God, and he will come close to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. Mm -hmm. Did you hear everything that God does in there? over and over, it's just telling you to be humble and draw, draw near to God. Be humble and draw near to God. Yeah. And God says that he's going to give you greater grace. And that's an empowerment, empowerment to, to fulfill his plan and live in, in his way, in his life, and, and, and allow him to change you in, internally and, you know, change your life. Yeah. That, that grace is a, it's a tangible thing. It is a... It is a, it's a powerful effect that the presence of God has on you and in your life. Yeah. And, and God's just trying to tell you here, he knows better. Mm-hmm. And he has everything that we need. Mm-hmm. If we'll just be humble before the Lord and seek him and be near him, we'll be in a place and in an attitude that can receive yeah. what he has for us. That grace and that power to, to overcome that, that victory that he wants to give us is already there and paid for, yeah. ready for us. If we'll humble ourselves, realize that he is God, let him be Lord, yeah. and draw near to him and allow him to work in our life. Yeah. It, it's, he's there for you. This is not, you got to do this before I'll get anywhere near you. He's basically saying, all you got to do is let your other junk go, and I'm already here. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't think you got it all together, because you don't. I don't either. And, and just seek him and let him do in, in you what his word says. He's going to give you greater grace mm-hmm. if you're willing and, and, and walking in humility with him. Yeah. Greater grace. I need greater grace. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but that... I need that. I, the more, 
the more I hear this word, the more I realize I need more of it. Mm -hmm. it it's like I, I didn't even know. We, the other day, I didn't know what I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And it, it's the, my point in this, and, and I think what the Lord's just saying right here is, you don't have to do this on your own. No. It's not designed that way. Mm -mm. The whole point is that relationship with him. And that he's provided everything that we need. Yeah. And if we're willing to let him have added in our life, we're, we'll get there. Yeah. His love and his mercy and his grace toward you and toward me, us, is so great. It's more than you can think or imagine. It's more than you can get in, in your head, in a sense. He loves you more than you think. He has given more than you've received, more than you even imagined he's willing to give you and he's provided everything that we need mm -hmm. to get where he wants us to go if we'll let him give it to us yeah so he, he's already there he's already there and if you've been living your life and dealing with stuff that keeps getting thrown in your face things that you may have done wrong a week ago or 10 years ago and you just don't know that you can go forward in God. Or you don't know, how, how am I ever going to get there? His love is greater than all that junk. Mm -hmm. And his mercy is, is ready for you right now. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Not tomorrow, not someday, not when you're ready. The reality is that he's ready. He's been ready. Jesus died on that cross and came out of that grave. He's ready. And you need to let him. And the more you will, the more he'll do, and the better things will be. Yeah. Um, but he's willing. He's willing. Yeah. And that grace is an empowerment. Where it says God gives grace and mm -hmm. greater grace, that's an empowerment from Jesus mm -hmm. that's saying, you can do this because it's not you doing it. It's me doing it through you. Yep. Where we feel weak. Jesus is able to show himself strong. Mm -hmm. So maybe this has been a weakness of yours. You know, this certainly has been in the past a weakness of mine. But when I draw on the grace of God and say, mm -hmm. Lord, I trust you. I, you're bigger than me. Your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Your ways are higher than my ways. And I need you right now. Teach me how to think. Teach me how to act. Teach me what to do. And I do that by faith, Jesus mm -hmm. moves through me. Amen. And he'll do the same for you because he's not a respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. So as we're getting ready to wrap up, you know, how do we ensure that we're guarding our minds? You know, now that we realize and we've taken, you know, the first hour to talk about the need to be on the defense, mm -hmm. how do we guard it? We guard it, and I'm sure there are other ways. These are just the three that I believe Holy Spirit brought up today. Mm -hmm. Obedience, meditate on things worthy of praise, and wage war differently. You know, how do you guard your minds? Put these in the comments. How do we guard our minds? Number one, obedience. Number two, meditate on things worthy of praise. And number three, wage war differently. So obedience, you know, just real quick, meditate on the word. He tells us, uh, that if, you know, the children of God, we prove that we're the children of God when we follow his commandments. He mm -hmm. says that in 1 John 5. Mm -hmm. What are his commandments? I'm so glad you asked. That's so good. Thanks, guys. Joshua 1.8. 
the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate therein mm -hmm. day and night, day and night, day and night. Meditate day and night. Mm -hmm. Meditate day and night yeah. so that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in it because you'll make your way prosperous Amen. and then you'll achieve success. So he's literally saying meditate on the word, mm -hmm. meditate, 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 meditate on the word, not on feelings, not on situations, not mm -hmm. on wind, not on waves, not on symptoms, not on junk, not on gossip, not on crap. Meditate on the word yes. day and night. And then once we do that, we'll be prosperous and then we'll have success. Yes. How's our year of increase going to come? Meditate, Meditate on the word. Yep. Meditate on the word. Yep. Yeah. Pastor, pastor reminds us this word is talk about mutter, muttering, muttering, mm -hmm. confessing the word. Yeah. Confessing the word. Let it be more, more truthful in your life than your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You want to do number two? Number two, meditate on things worthy of praise. Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, yeah. whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Yeah. So some of the attitude you got, you know, if you're looking at all the bad stuff, Start looking for the good stuff. Yeah. Start, start thanking God for what he's done and given you and what he's provided and, and change your perspective to things that are of, of good report, things yeah. that bring praise. Um, they were talking about if it doesn't raise your hands and say hallelujah, it's not something you should be thinking about. Yeah. Think about the good stuff, not the bad stuff. And, I, you know, I, I'm sure there's lots of people out there, and I probably have been this person where you... You get kind of stuck thinking about the junk that's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. Focus on the solution, which is yeah. the Lord. The solution, which is the Lord. Yeah. We talked about temporal circumstances, situations, temporal, temporary. But the Word of God is forever, and God loves us mm -hmm. forever. Right now, He is our solution to everything and anything that we could be dealing with going yeah. through. Think about that. Think about what the word says. Yeah. Put that in there. Not the junk, but the word in there. Yeah. Well, and with that too, real quickly, so often when we're meditating on ourselves, mm -hmm. we're meditating on ourselves. I know, big revelation, right? Woo, that shock. was profound. But it's what it it's is. True. We're not focusing on <laughs> others. Yeah. You know, a good way to guard our mind is to think about other people. Mm -hmm. Not in a gossipy way, but think about what they're going through. Think about, you know, how we can minister to them. Mm -hmm. Others minded needs to be something that the body of Christ does. And when we shift our mind into empathizing with other people and into serving other people, there's not time to think about ourselves. When we're focused on others, we don't have the time to think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Put that in the comments. When I'm thinking about other people, I don't have time to think about myself. Yeah. And when you're thinking about Jesus, and you're thinking about Jesus' people, what mm -hmm. time is there left to be focused on True. what really? what you have yes. to go through? Pastor Nicole says often, a dead man doesn't really have an opinion. A dead man can't react. Good point. A yeah. dead man, if you go to the funeral home and kick a dead man, he's not going to kick you back because he's dead. Yes. So we are dead in Christ. Yes. You know, we died. Our flesh man died. 
we were risen with him. Amen. What's alive in us, what should be alive in us is Jesus. Amen. Period. Seek ye first the kingdom yeah. of God and his righteousness. And yeah. All this other stuff will be added to you. All those other things that he's talking about are the good stuff you need in your life. Mm -hmm. Seek him first. Make that the priority. Yeah. He, he is the solution to all your problems. He, he has the answers to all your needs. Uh, he is the provider of everything that you, you need. And uh... Okay, number three. I want to go back through the broadcast and count how many like, uh, anointed sighs uh, there have been. <laughs> guys, this is, this is so for real. Yeah. It is so important. It, yeah. is, it is so profound. And it might sound kind of goofy. Well, you're just thinking different. The, the power of the Word of God and the power of, of what He promises through His Word and, and how we respond to Him is the whole point, guys. <laughs> the whole point. Yeah. The kingdom of God is, is our whole point. If yeah. we will be in His kingdom the way He says His kingdom works, it works. Mm -hmm. Because He says it does, and it really does. Yeah. It's, it doesn't get more complicated than that. Well, and on that note, number three, <laughs> wage war differently. So often the world, as we were saying, the enemy wants mm -hmm. to keep us grounded here in this world and focused on the temporary, focused on the physical. But if you read in 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we admit we're here in the world, we have a flesh, we do not wage battle according to the flesh. Mm -mm. You know, I'm, we're not telling you to go punch your like punch yeah. your mind with your fist. Yeah, yeah. That's not gonna like do anything. What he did good. yesterday? Go watch it. He yeah. slapped himself in the face yesterday. Yeah, don't 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 hit yourself, like buddy. Um, <laughs> for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful mm. for the destruction of fortresses. Did you know that your mind can have a fortress? Mm -hmm. The enemy could have tried to build a fortress in your mind, yeah. but. The weapons that God's equipped us with are divinely, supernaturally powerful to destroy them. Amen. To destroy them. We are destroying arguments and all arrogance mm -hmm. raised against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. This whole time... He's talking about stuff in the mind. Mm -hmm. He's talking about how the weapons we've been given help us destroy Satan's stronghold in our mind. So when we're going through the stinking thinking stuff and all of a sudden light is being shined on areas we don't even know are darkened yet. Mm -hmm. That's the very first quote I remember pastor saying when I moved here. Mm -hmm. We need the light of God to shine on areas we don't even know are darkened. When God is exposing mm -hmm fortresses, instead of fearing it, instead of being in shame over it, instead of just thinking that yeah. they've got to always exist, know this, mm. that God has equipped us with a weapon. He's equipped us with the power of the word. He's yes. equipped us, given us the grace of God to see those strongholds destroyed in our lives so that the freedom of God can rule and reign in every area of mm. our life. That's what he's called us to live like. Amen. And we can do that. We don't wage war like everybody else. We do it through the divine weapons God's given us 
by taking our thoughts captive, by destroying those fortresses, by seeing arrogant things and prideful things come to a fall in our brain, by seeing thoughts of selfishness come to nothing, by being focused on self instead of being focused on others. That may have been how the old man used to live, but the new man, the new man, oh, the power that the new man has. Because the new man is one with God. The new man is raised and raised Mm. to life with Christ. The new man is capable because Jesus flows through that new man. Who's that new man? His name is Jesus and he's on the inside of you. You're filled, you're empowered, you are called to be who he's called you to be and you can live that way today. Mm -hmm. All it takes is a decision. That's all it takes is a decision. Mm -hmm. And so right now, right now, we're going to pray. We're going to pray right now. Here's the thing. You maybe have had those thought processes for years. As I said, literally last Thursday, my toes were stepped all over by pastors. Miraculously, they've regrown. Like (laughs) God supernaturally healed my feet and I'm fine. But it was necessary because I'd rather have for a moment the temporary pain. I'd rather have the temporary fleshly pain than an eternity where my thinking was less than what it could have been, Mm -hmm. where my ability to be with Christ is less than what it could have been. And right now, all we've got to do is say, Jesus, help, help us. And we're going to give you the opportunity to do that right now. Mm -hmm. Whether you've had thoughts like this for years, thoughts that need to shift, or today you realize, ugh, there was some leaven that tried to get in there. Okay, that's honesty. That's allowing God to examine you and being honest with ourselves and saying, God, I haven't had it all together. I haven't looked perfectly like you, but I can, Mm -hmm. I can because your son told me I could walk this way and I will put my faith in him. I'll put my trust in him, not in myself. I won't trust myself. I'll trust him. I'll trust this word because you're a God who's faithful and you're able And so if that's you today, I want you to pray with Kev and let's just pray together for the light of God to be shined in our lives and for us to walk with the grace of God. So that way today we walk in newness of life. Amen. 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 I just pray with me, guys. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I trust your word. I trust your word. You have my best interest at heart. You have my best interest at heart. Help me, Father. Help me, Father. To receive from you. To receive from you. To grow, Lord. To grow, Lord. Becoming more like Christ. Becoming more like Christ. I confess this. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. You are Lord of my life. You are Lord of my life. You call the shots. You call the shots. And I will obey. And I'll obey. You are wise. You are wise. You are good. You are good. And if I'll listen. And if I'll listen. And walk with you. And walk with you. I'll grow in you. I'll grow in you. I thank you for that. I thank you for that. I trust you for that. I trust you for that. Father, lead us into what you have for us today. I pray your blessing, Lord, on everybody watching. Thank you, Anybody God. hearing this word, Lord God, I pray that your spirit would be upon them, Lord. Thank you, God. That you'd expose the lies of the enemy yeah. in their life, Lord, that they yeah. would be able to uproot the weeds that the enemy has tried to, yes. to place there for them. Yeah. And that, Lord, you'd replace it with your word, your truth, Lord. Thank your you, truth God. sets us free. 
We, we trust you for it, Lord. Lord, we receive it now. Yeah. We thank you for your anointing and your blessing and your favor. Lord, thank we pray you, that God. you would lead us into greater works, Lord, thank than you, even Father. Jesus did because you promised it. Father, we, we ask you to help us to grow in, in humility us, and, and deeper in your word, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Father. Pray that you would bless us, Lord, thank with you, every good gift, Father. And we humble ourselves and we thank say you, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for what you've provided. Thank you, In God. Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Amen. And as we're wrapping up today, I see that Priscilla's already gone ahead and started. If you want to sow, we want to make this available mm -hmm. to you. It's This broadcast is free. We sow it into you free every single mm -hmm. day. No pressure at all. No expectancy other than you be obedient to the voice of God. Mm -hmm. So if God today, you know, the Lord's highlighted things to you, he's exposed things and you realize I have room to grow, but God, mm. allow him to do the same thing with your finances. I have, I bear it now or have room to grow in my finances, Me but too. I trust God's ways. Me too. We trust God's ways and God's ways are sowing and reaping. It's a legal binding contract that mm -hmm. we have with God mm -hmm. where when we sow into him, we reap from him. Yeah. It's how he works. He's so good like that. Mm -hmm. He's a good God and sowing and reaping is partnership with him. Mm -hmm. It demonstrates our partnership. We're saying, God, here's what I have. I sow it into you because I trust you more than I trust myself. I trust you more than I trust what I can earn. I trust yep. you more than what I can see. I mm. choose to set my mind on kingdom principles with sowing and reaping because I know when I sow, I'm going to receive. But I don't, but here's the thing we don't sow to receive. That's mm. not why we sow. We sow because we love Him. Mm -hmm. The end. We're not, it's, this is not just a system where we go to him and say, God, I need to get change for this 10. I'm going to give you a 10. I want you to give me back a hundred. No, uh, we give to him because we love him. Amen. And from his love for us, he then gives back to us. Mm -hmm. It's like when a parent is given a gift from their kid. Like I rem I have in my office right now, Luke, uh, pastor's son, Luke. I, I've known Luke since he was a baby. Like Luke is, I, I love Luke. Mm. I have a picture frame that he painted for me when he was five and he gave it to me. Hmm. That picture frame is one of my favorite possessions that I have. It cost him very little, but when I got it, all I wanted to do was go out and give to him because hmm. his love for me moved me. Our love for him, our sowing into him, our expression of love moves him. He's moved to give to us. Amen. He's moved to sow back into us. Mm -hmm. It's his love for us. But it happens when our heart is to demonstrate our love to him. Mm. That's mm. why we give. That's why we sow is to demonstrate, Father, I love you this much. This may not be much to you, but it represents me. It represents what I have. It represents what I can do. And I want to give this to you because you're worth it to me. You're worth this $10. You're worth this $1,000. You're worth this penny. You're worth what I have, mm -hmm. and I want to give to you. So if you want to give today, 
to show Jesus, not show us, show the Lord your love for him, you're welcome to do so. We have a variety of different options. They've been scrolling it around on the bottom. Um, as we've been talking about it, you can, on Facebook, you can do hashtag donate followed by the, the dollar amount. You can do cash tag, give www. You can go to our actual giving website, give www.org mm -hmm. and give that way. All these ways are secure, but we just want to make it easy for you to sow, easy for you to give into the kingdom, sow into him, and you're demonstrating your love for him, mm -hmm. but then you're giving him the ability to legally demonstrate his love back to you in this way. Mm -hmm. So Father, over every seed, I know we have more that are giving right now. I've seen mm -hmm. them come in and there are plenty more that I haven't seen with my physical eyes that are giving different ways. Mm -hmm. Lord, bless each and every single one of them. Let them be blessed, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Let them be blessed. Let the sowers receive not just a financial harvest, but a harvest of your love for them. Open their minds, open their eyes, open their ears. Lord, for every person who's sowing into today's broadcast, let them receive mightily from you mightily God, mightily father, let it be a quick return into their life. Let them begin to see the things of God as they've never seen them before. Mm -hmm. Let them begin to hear words of God like they've never heard before. Lord, we can't buy the anointing, but yes. we can demonstrate our love for you. Mm -hmm. So Lord, for every person who's sowing today and demonstrating their love, pour your love back out over them. Yes. You're the God who brings the increase. Mm -hmm. Bring the increase into each sower today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That's been What's the Word with Baron and Kevin. Yay. Yay. Thanks for being on with us. We are going to be back tomorrow at 1130. We're going to hand it over to Buddy right now. But we believe in you. If you prayed today and it meant something to you, it changed, something unlocked, something just clicked differently, go to whatsrightwright.com and send us a message. We want to pray with you, believe with you, and see the goodness of God come in your life. Mm -hmm. So if you'll do that, that would be great. But we love you. They love you. Very, you sang. I did. <gasps> that we was didn't so have any nice. jingles today, so I'll sing. <gasps> I'm so pleased. We love you. Impartation's real. <laughs> We're going to hand this over to Buddy to wrap up, but we love you, and we'll be back tomorrow. Hey, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we want to let you know real quick before you hop off the broadcast today. This weekend is going to be a powerful weekend here at Boomerang Church. And if you're in the area or if you have a car and can drive to the area, I would encourage you to, to be here this weekend because this weekend is our Holy Ghost weekend. Uh, and what we do is on Friday night, we have Friday night prayer from 6 p.m. to 12 uh, a.m. And it's always a powerful night. The Holy Spirit moves, and, and we want to encourage you to join us for that. Uh, on Saturday at 1 p.m., we have our Soul Winning Saturday where we train and equip people to win souls, and then we go out and we win souls. So we want to encourage you to join us for that as well. And then on Sunday, we have our Sunday uh, morning service followed by our Holy Spirit service, our Holy Spirit service at 4 p.m. And guys, there's so much going on this weekend, it, and every single piece of this weekend it is important for you to be a part of and to partner with us uh, as we pray, as we win souls, and as we just serve the Lord um, and worship God in our Holy Spirit services. But guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We will see you tomorrow at 1130 for Lunch Plus. We love you guys. We'll see you then.